Welcome to another One Mind World Radio podcast. It's your boy Quell the Music. And it's your girl Ishii. And we are here with yet another podcast episode. As you all know, it is Entrepreneur Friday. So we're coming at you with everything entrepreneur. So um, I'm going to lead the way here. And um, I was just really, really impressed with this young lady. Her name is uh, Tiffany Grant. Um, so shout out to you, Tiffany Grant. She actually has a radio podcast as well. Um, hope hope to meet you um, at some point, man. Uh, very inspirational. We're around the same age. Um, and I, with this topic, I want to, I want you to keep in mind that basically the overall theme here is how to persevere um, as an entrepreneur, as someone who may be looking to take control of their financial life. Um, this is really the outline of it, you know, how to persevere regardless of where you are, what your situation is. So here's the deal. This this couple, you know, uh, Tiffany Grant and her husband, uh, you know, they have side hustles that bring them in over $10,000 a month. Side hustles. Okay. She has money talk with uh, Tiff and she has uh, Tiffany Grant. Um, she has, she has different ones, but she has money talk with Tiff founder, uh, Tiffany Grant. She shares how her and her husband started and run their six profitable side hustle businesses. Emphasize that I keep saying side hustle, side. Okay. Um, now, Grant said, um, she said, I was a senior in high school during the 2008 and 2009 financial crisis. That's when the, the, um, the market crash. And she said, I watched as my mom went through a bankruptcy and a foreclosure. That experience, along with the birth of my son, when I was 18, it changed my life. Now, what I want you all to think about here it is an important factor. This woman used wisdom and intelligence to change her life significantly. Now, if you listen to the podcast thoroughly and you, you listen to our different episodes, you know how I identify wisdom and intelligence. But just in case you don't, I'll break it down to you quickly here. Wisdom equals learning from others' mistakes. Intelligence equals learning from your own mistakes. So she had enough uh, she had had enough at this point, right? So at this point, she decided she would control the narrative of her life. Okay. Now, she knew that if she didn't change her response to the event, you know, which was her mother's financial crisis, her having a child at 18, um, you know, that, that, that will be dependent on her, um, you know, working these jobs, going to school, doing all these things that she was trying to juggle, that she was going to slowly become her mother and her son would become her at that 2008 and 2009 point in her life. Okay. Now, most people's response would have been to, of course, like she did, start applying for jobs. This is just a normal thing. Um, enroll in college. That's the, you know, only typical and then wait for a job to call back, get started on that job. You're working two or three jobs, going to school, you know, for the semester. Um, 
you know, but that's that's that wasn't working. That wasn't enough for Tiffany. She was doing that already. Okay. She said, I've been business minded as a kid selling books on Amazon in middle school and baked goods in high school. But being a parent motivated me. It it crystallized, you know, for me, the importance of entrepreneurship. So the outcome was that she seen her mom. Uh, she seen her mom deal with financial ruin after applying herself to someone else's job and she found herself going down that same road right so tiffany says pursuing my side hustles has meant freedom and limitless earning potential even when i had so much on my plate for over 10 years i was a single mom raising two boys after my second child was born in 2014 there were times when I went to school while running a side hustle and working two other jobs. As time went on, I mastered the art of juggling multiple responsibilities and making it work. What do you think about that, E? Yeah, she had that mentality, man, that mentality to keep pushing, keep going, which is necessary for you to have as an entrepreneur. Um, and if you stay, you know, to the end, we'll definitely hit on that for you because that's important. But, um, yeah, that's that's the drive she had. She had made her mind up and said, this is what I want. And she started implementing it with changing her mentality. And, you know, the drive she had allowed her to get that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You don't just sit there and complain. Mm -hmm. Right. You do something. Exactly. And she could have complained about having too much, you know, uh, to do so much and how hard it was. But she accepted that her current state was her own and she took 100 percent responsibility and bossed up. Yeah, that's that, what it that, that's, that was inspirational to me because I found myself complaining a lot of days dealing yeah. with a similar situation as Tiff. And I was like, man, you know. Man, God, can we these kids go back to school, man? Because, mm -hmm. you know, they be making noise and uh, um, I got to stop and do, 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 and I'm trying to juggle. Ah. But then to see, she like, listen, I created the situation. I can create a better one. I'm going to boss up and make it work. Right. I'm going to make it work. I love it. Yeah. And let's not forget, she's indigenous. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's an indigenous woman. I love it. But anyways, in August of 2019, nine months after, she says in August, after nine months of earning her, um, she earned her MBA, okay? She left the corporate world, okay? Um, she had worked for a number of years in human resources uh, to become a full-time entrepreneur. So again, she was still doing her side hustles for a long time, several years after she got her MBA and was working in human resources in an administrative position. But she decided even after all of that, it was just time to go full time as an entrepreneur. And today she says, my husband and I run six businesses together. They are all profitable and they bring in over $10,000 each, each month. 
Now, too many times we simply allow things to happen to us by our inaction or our unwillingness to do what is necessary to create or maintain what we want. She was willing to do what was necessary to create and maintain what she wanted. It's one thing to start a profitable business. It's another to maintain a profitable one. What do you say about that, Eve? Definitely. Because um, you can create a business and do good at it. You know, money start flowing and, you know, people start getting the products. But to sustain that, you have to have a different mentality, which is what she had. Um, you know, because it, it's easy to achieve something, but it shows that you are um, at a higher level of thinking when you can maintain it. Absolutely. And and I believe that Tiffany wants those who may be considering entrepreneurship or or just starting to play this game um, to uh, to go at it at your strengths. That's going to be your plus. You know, Tiffany says that before we got married in May, both my husband and I were both running two companies full time. She said we each led hectic lives. But even with adapting to the realities of the pandemic, we understood that we could be better together. Mm -hmm. So we decided to combine forces to help grow our companies to new heights, even while things are so uncertain. Okay. Now, in business, secure leaders love surrounding themselves with a team of individuals wiser and more capable and often older and more experienced than they are. This is just as important in a relationship or a friendship. She had a husband that was on board with running the business. He was uh, of the same mentality. He had a business of his own as well, a couple of them. Mm -hmm. And they got the job done as a team. That's huge. What do you think about that? that yeah, that's very important. See, um... Zig Ziglar, which is a, a great author. I mean, he has like just some very powerful uh, key points in his books, and I recommend you guys read. But um, he stated in his in one of his books, uh, "See You at the Top." He said, um, "Marriage would last longer or get better if both parties, both individuals." See that they're on the same side. Oh man, that's so deep. <laughs> exactly. That's so deep. When I saw that, I was just like, man, that is so true. So, so that that's definitely powerful because, you know, you you want to see yourself achieve. You want to achieve greatness, and your spouse is also you. You guys are mm -hmm. one. So for them to do that shows the power that um, you know when you come together and you're on one accord, you know, and you're, you're doing it together, you're on the same side to achieve greatness, it's, gonna, it's inevitable you're going to achieve that greatness. Absolutely. You're correct about that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Tiffany says that, she says, my companies are Money Talk with Tiff, which provides financial education and coaching that I launched in 2017 and uh, Dan Jai's Natural Products a homemade soap company I started in 2013. 
Um, his businesses are a fly dye clothing company and a custom uh, that's a custom tie dye apparel company that he also started in 2013. And he has a video production film company he runs um, that he started in 2005. Now, as newlyweds for four businesses and two kids, we had to figure out quickly how to make it all work. One thing we learned was to utilize each other's strengths. Mm, I like that. What do you think? Yeah, it's definitely powerful. That's um, that's important because you you when you you know start dating or you get in a serious relationship or even marriage, you attract to that person because they can bring something to to you. Mm. You know, to make both of you become better. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, obviously it's going to be some things that your spouse is just stronger in, and the same for you that you're stronger in. But when you guys line it up together, it's a powerhouse. Absolutely. So it is very, you know, it's a beautiful thing when two can come together and do that because it's like they're unstoppable. They're they're a new person together. Mm-hmm. And this new person is strong in yeah. every area yeah. they need to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. And you know what? Uncertainty uncertainty is a way of avoiding mistakes. You know, people are scared of the unknown, so they don't try. They don't want to fail. And it's a way of avoiding responsibility. It's based on the fallacious premise that if no decision is made, nothing can go wrong. Notice that she said that her and her husband quickly figured out how to make it all work. They had to make some choices against things they had never faced with no guarantee of the outcome. No matter how callow you are at being an entrepreneur, jump in and get started because that's where you can gain the experience. Mm -hmm. Now, Tiffany says, while I'm not a natural salesperson, my husband can sell salt to a snail. We decided that that he would take the lead and uh, when it came to promoting our businesses and reaching new customers, right? It doesn't matter where he goes. He's always talking about at least one of our companies. That's just the type of person he is. So it came natural for him. Okay. She understood what she was good at and what she wasn't good at. One of the problems with the growth of small business entrepreneurs is that we have a bunch of do-it-yourselfers in which limits your growth as a company because if you can't do it, it can't be done. You need to know your strengths, use it, and let someone else pick up where you are weak. You can always get better at things gradually, but don't let that be the stumbling block from you starting now. What do you think about that Definitely, um, that's, that's so true. Um, I don't see the lie there because a lot of people want to feel like they have it all. They got it all. I got it. I got it. I, I could do this. I could do this. You know, I, I got it. But realistically, like she said, you can face the fact that there's some things you may not be so strong at. You know, there's certain areas in your life you're not strong at. But that doesn't mean that you can't get there. 
Okay. Absolutely. And once you come to that realization, then you can allow yourself to allow someone else or give that that um, that leading role or you know that area that you're lacking, give that over to someone else to control or handle. And you will see greatness come your way instead of trying to think that you could tackle everything on your own. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna get. It's not gonna really get you far. Okay, you might mm-hmm. see some progress a little bit, but it's gonna be very slow compared to if you allow your spouse or your business partner to take upon that sh- that role that you're lacking. Absolutely, and you know what Tiffany goes on to say, but I am phenomenal at digital marketing. And creating efficient admin processes. Things that would take him forever to do take me no time at all. So we decided that I would handle all the back-end tasks for each business. I created and managed all our websites and social media presence. So I take the lead on bookkeeping, accounting, and human resources for the contractors we work with, like the freelancers who handle social media and PR support for Money Talk with Tiff. Dividing and conquering this way has allowed us to cover more ground and stay focused. So important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they got organized, which is very important as well, because if you're not organized, man, things can get out of out of whack, man. It can really get wild. So, um, yeah, that that's what it came down to. They organized. She she knew what she was great at, what she her strength was. She decided to tackle that, and they came up with a plan. All right, baby, you deal with this. I deal with that. Boop boop boop. We focus. We get it done. It, I mean, it's great. Absolutely, and I love it because one thing they realized. And what we all need to realize today is that challenging times can lead to new opportunities. Mm -hmm. And Tiffany says, since March of this year, when our kids were sent home from school at the start of the pandemic, we've been working to find balance like everyone else in the world, you know, dealing with this, this situation in the country. But our side hustle passion hasn't dimmed. Over the last few months, we started, um, we decided to start two new additional ventures together. So instead of (laughs) saying, okay, maybe we need to hold up a little bit, things are getting uncertain out here with the pandemic taking off in March and, you know, it's going to be really difficult. Let's just pull back and, you know, pause for a little bit and see where this is going. Instead of doing that, these guys say, hey. Let's start two more businesses on top of the four we have already. Mm -hmm. Wow. You see that? I look at that and say that anybody can hit jump shots at practice. Mm -hmm. Right? Ain't no pressure. This is a good example of seeing opportunity instead of obstacles. Exactly. Like I was saying, her mentality, that plays a big role. When you are trying to become an entrepreneur, you have to start thinking differently in order for you to start seeing changes. Absolutely. And Tiffany goes on and say that uh, we own a rental property and in May we began developing land for another set of units. We also launched our uh, logistics company, Catman Express LLC, in July of this year. We began as a local carrier 
business delivering office supplies, but now we move all types of freight around the country. And even though we launched in the midst of the pandemic, it hasn't slowed us down. As an essential business, we've been able to stay up and running. Mm-hmm. So while our forays into logistics and real estate brought us up to six companies, we aren't intimidated by the scope of the work because we have a system in place that helps us prioritize. We each have a main focus, which brings in the most income. For him, it's Catman Express, LLC, and for me, it's Money Talk with Tiff. So the other four we consider our smaller side hustles. So organized, I just absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's important that we think of the end result in terms of a present possibility. Mm-hmm. You see, because regardless of how things appear in the moment, they can be done. The possibility of the goal must be seen so clearly that it becomes real to your brain and nervous system. So real, in fact, that the same feelings are evoked as would be present if the goal were already achieved. Mm -hmm. You need to feel like you are where you want to be today. I don't know how that feels because I'm not there. Well, how does it feel when you think about it? Like, I know many people have done this and said, oh, you know, man, if I want a million dollars or if I want $88 million, you already start getting excited at the idea. Start feeling vibes, vibrations coming off. You get goosebumps. You're like, man, boy, woo, what I do? I, I go, I give me a house custom made and this and that. You start to feel good. Mm-hmm. Feel this way majority of the time and you will draw these things to you. It's not some kind of, you know, Ouija board foolishness. This is the way that it works. The system, our body, mm-hmm. the, this is how stuff works, you know? And one thing you need to keep in mind as well is remember to focus and prioritize. This is something they did very well here. In a given week, she said, uh, if we find ourselves running short of time, we turn our attention to our main businesses. This step is crucial because it prevents us from putting valuable time in a business that is not as important as another. Time management and flexibility is a big thing for us. So if you prioritize properly, there's no need to multitask. Period. Mm-hmm. Tiffany says that Catman Express has my husband traveling for at least three weeks at a time. When he is home, he designs clothing items for fly dye and schedules as many video and food. Uh, and fo- uh, can't talk here. As many video and photo shoots as possible for his video production company. That way, we can have products to sell on the website after he leaves to hit the road again. It's a system they got going. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows their role is moving. Oh, my goodness. It feels like the Lakers or, or, you know, or or the Warriors at one time and point. Everybody knows their role, man. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. When when people are, you know walking in their purpose and playing their role and doing their part like that's just like with the body 
The hand is doing its job, the legs is doing its job, mm-hmm. the fingers, the toes, the mouth, the ears. If the ears start trying to do the mouth job, it's going to be out of order. Mm-hmm. Things not going to go right. It's going to be like, wait, hold on, something's off, okay? But when everybody's doing their role, playing their part, everything works and flows perfectly. Sure does. Um, you know, and she says... And while my Money Talk speaking engagements have been canceled due to the pandemic, I've been able to pivot to holding events online. It isn't quite the same, but I've been making it work. Okay. Bring the next generation on this ride with you. Your children, um, your, your nephew or nieces, if you don't have children, um, even, even if you don't have any family, bring uh, the your your neighborhood your community people you care about that have kids or just kids of the world in general give them a chance to come into something even better than where you know that you had okay it's always important she says it's always important to me to teach my kids everything i know about business and show them how they could support themselves in this way so one of the most gratifying things about being an entrepreneur is getting my boys involved in our businesses. That's huge. Let me show you something. And limitations in the 1611 King James Version. Y'all know how we get down by now. I'm going to stop saying it because y'all should know. But in well, Lamont- we got to say it for the, the newbies. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's new yeah. people listening. Yeah, so I, I ain't we'll, going we'll yeah, to put no pressure on you like that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, we come out of that book. But... Uh, in Lamentations of that book, it says in uh, the fifth chapter, the first verse, Remember, O Lord, what is come upon us. Consider and behold our reproach. Our inheritance is turned to strangers, our houses to aliens. We are orphans and fatherless. Our mothers are as widows. We have drunken our water for money. Our wood is sold unto us. Our necks are under persecution. We labor and have no rest. We have given the hand to the Egyptians and to the Assyrians to be satisfied with bread. Our fathers have sinned and are not, and we have borne their iniquities. They're basically saying in very short words that what they were left behind from their fathers they're being cursed with they say they messed up they came short and we're being punished for it we are paying people to drink our own water we're paying people to 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 use supply that was ours in the first place all because our fathers didn't set us up right didn't leave us in a good position we got to pick up where they left off The importance of getting your children involved with what you're doing now that you can hand that down to them, that they can learn to live better and support themselves better and make it even better for their children. That goes a long way. Mm -hmm. And we got to understand the importance of doing that. So if you're jumping into this entrepreneur venture, understand that this is necessary. Get it done right and then learn how to pass it down to your kids. Yeah, man, because you you don't want to start a business or, or start, a, you know, this venture and not leave something behind to the ones that you love. Because I'm pretty sure you, you want 
to know you want your family to know look this person did something good you want them to speak good about you you know when you leave and in order for you to do that you will need to pass it over to someone else so they can continue the path of what you were trying to do you know Mm -hmm. have something good to say because you can become legendary that way when you include people in you include like say communities your family your children into the business then they could continue that path that you were going down and your name live on forever absolutely that's a golden thing I tell you it's worth it all too and when you understand that kind of thing then you understand that it's important that we not only make life better for ourselves, but as a result, make sure the next generation can feel the effects of it as well. Mm -hmm, Uh, Tiffany goes on to say, lately, they have been a big help with our tie-dye apparel company, fly-dye clothing company. The kids help us pick out colors, name products, and practice on their clothes, so that, you know, when they get older, they can help out with the family business. Mm-hmm. The kids love telling their friends about our businesses and have even made some sales themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that feels great to them to, to, to contribute to, you know, their family's mm-hmm. you know, legacy. And they're already talking about what companies they would like to own when they get older. <laughs> you see how that works. Yeah, that's nice. So, I mean, we all hold each other she says, she goes on to say, we all hold each other accountable mm-hmm. and we make sure we are progressing towards our individual and family goals. Mm-hmm. See, we are each other's sounding board and support. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that looks like reminding each other to put a new business idea on hold so we don't spread ourselves too thin. Mm-hmm. Um, and we remind each other to relax and take it easy when we start to feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, she says, when I was just starting out, my grandparents and my mother were um, and uh, continue to be a tremendous help. When I was working on my MBA, they watched the kids two nights a week for three hours while I went to class after I had already worked a full time job from eight to five. And I'm so grateful for them. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have them, none of this would have been possible. Mm -hmm. Right. So I look in. Edris from King James 1611 and 1st um, Edris says in 5th chapter 70th verse it is not for us and you to build together in house unto the Lord our God now in 71 it says we ourselves alone will build unto the Lord of Israel according as Cyrus the king of the Persians have commanded us I'll explain this Jesus and his people refused the help of the same ones who hindered the process of growing but amongst each other they decided to use what they had and who they had to build with so what happened in this story was they were they were trying to build this church, this temple in Jerusalem. And as they continued to try to build a church, the, the higher authorities, the government at the time, would come and say, hey, you don't have a, a permit. And they're like, all right, you got to go through the process and get this permit. Um, oh, no, it's been rejected. You got to apply. Oh, no, you don't have this. You don't have that. So for years, they've been hindering them growing a building. This has just been laying, sitting there in the process forever 
because they just kept throwing stumbling blocks in the way. And finally, when um, that the, that government was out of there, that king was no longer in place, the new king that came along permitted them to go ahead and continue the process. And then the government that was a part of the old king comes and say, hey, uh, you know, we can help you build that church if you want. Say, no, thank you. No, thank <clears throat> you. Because I want a team of people who are with me from the beginning to build this with me. So don't allow someone to come in who was a hindrance before to say, oh, yeah, let's do this. You got your team right there with you, your husband, your family, your boyfriend, girlfriend or what have you, your best friend, whoever was there um, contributing to the process. Whether it was your mother watching your kids so that you can go grind, whether it was your, your brother looking out for you while you go out of the country and try to figure things out. These are the people you want to continue to build your house with because they know what it felt like in the process of building. Okay. That's so important as an entrepreneur to have your circle tight and to know who belongs in what place to keep that thing churning the way it needs to. Okay. So with that being the case, um, also, you need to understand we need each other. Yeah. Hands down, we need each other. And now uh, uh, who you allow in your corner will need to be filtered properly by you. But nonetheless, you need somebody to be willing to help you build. Yeah. I know it's entrepreneurship, and I think a lot of people think solo when they hear entrepreneurship. Mm, that's solopreneur. Yeah, it's a solopreneur. <laughs> it's not the same thing. And trust me, they're, they're even, like like I did on the other podcast, if you guys go back and check that episode, you will hear me talk about the struggles that the solopreneurs were dealing with and how that decreased um, 2020. You know, there's not as much solopreneurs than it was um, 2019. Absolutely, and because it, it's a team thing, man. Yeah, guys don't ever think is. that this is a, you know, people look at Michael Jordan and Kobe and think, you know, Kobe, uh, MJ, uh, yeah. but no, MJ had Scottie Pippen, he had Dennis Rodman, he had Steve Kerr, he had many other pieces that knew their role that made this thing work. You know, Kobe had Shaq, and Kobe had Paul Gasol, Kobe had uh, Rick Fox, Kobe had uh, Ori, Robert Ori. I mean, they were. Uh, Derek Fisher many people in place that you just can't sleep on that made it possible mm -hmm. so don't ever think you know that this just is a one man job because you're doing your own thing it's a we thing you got to get a team man I'm telling you and uh, Tiffany Grant of um, Money Talk with Tiff is an award winning personal finance blogger she's a podcaster a coach and an educator um, she has paid off over $50,000 in debt and has a goal to be debt-free by 30. I'm pretty sure she's achieved that by now or on her way to achieving that. So she has helped many people become more in tune with their money by providing financial education in a down-to-earth and relatable format. It's doable, guys. Whatever it is that you want to do, you can do it no matter your situation. You can persevere. I don't care what it is. Make it work. Because whatever your situation is, it's for you. So, but this ain't for me. So how is this for me? You know, four kids, no help. This and that. That's not for me. No, it is for you. You just have to use it the right way. Your situation is your own. Mm -hmm. So win with it. Yep. That's all I got for you today. What do you have today, Isha? 
All right, that was a good one, y'all. I really enjoyed that. I don't know about you guys, but that was definitely powerful, especially um, hearing that that was an indigenous um, woman or indigenous family that was achieving that greatness together. Um, So, but we're definitely going to continue uh, somewhat down that route in a way of talking about the mentality and um, the qualities that you'll need to have to be a successful, successful entrepreneur. Okay, um, as you can see in uh, Quell's topic, you saw a little bit of how um, what is the young lady name? Tiffany. Tiffany Grant. Grant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see how she thought differently. You know the way of her thinking was not to complain to find excuses she was like how can this get done and let's apply that to our lives and get it done you get what i'm saying absolutely and guys i don't want you to be confused because you know she has an old soul in voice uh but she's actually 25 i spend my days listening to old soul I spend my, spend my listening to old, old, old soul records play <laughs> She's talking about a young lady. I think Tiffany's older than you right now. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, she, you know, she's just trying to be grown. You know? No, no, listen. She's still young. Understand yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, she is. If, if, exactly. So that's why I say young because at the end of the day, when you look at how long we can really live, right. she's young. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, well, just he be hating. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about mentality and um some of my sources i will be talking about uh you know talking about some quotes from my favorite authors um regarding the topics that i will be bringing up so first i would like to talk about believing Mm. okay that is one mentality that we need to have we need to believe in what we desire and that we can achieve it Okay, Absolutely. because if you don't believe it, trust me, you won't achieve. You won't achieve it. It it just your brain is like, oh, okay. The, what well, what do you want us to do? Oh, you believe that you broke? Okay, broke. There we go. Yeah, it, because people gotta understand your brain, uh, the the subconscious part of your brain is a servo mechanism. Mm-hmm. Servo meaning to serve. It's a it's yep. a slave to whatever you think. You know. Yeah, exactly. And you. You can start to believe when you look around less. You look at, you know, your circumstance. You look at the car you're driving. You look at, you know, opportunities that's coming up, like job interviews that's paying $10. And you're like, man, this is enough. I'm going to make it. Instead of looking at your circumstances, imagine more. Imagine where you want to believe, you want to be, Okay. Put yourself in that mentality, that headspace more. Once you start to continually imagine where you want to be, it will be in- inevitable that you will be there or you will receive that you're, ta- you're thinking about. Absolutely. Okay. So practice that and that will then encourage, encourage that opportunity, encourage that desire to manifest. Absolutely. When you imagine it, all right? So I will be talking about some quotes 
um, from the book Acts, and it is given by Abraham Hicks. Powerful. Love it. Powerful, powerful book. Love it. I mean, y'all, like, (laughs) I recommend you go and get that book because it gives you a whole different perspective of who you are and understand that you can tap into a higher part of yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he, he breaks it down, man. It's 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 just it's it's beautiful. Well it's technically Esther. Yeah. yeah Esther, she's a Esther. woman. Yeah. yeah. So um I would like to bring up the quote where the book says there is no desire that anyone holds for any other reason than the belief they will feel better in the achievement of it whether it is a a material object a physical state of being a relationship a condition or a circumstance at heart of every desire is the desire to feel good and so the standard of success is absolutely the amount of joy you are actually uh, that you are feeling or that you want to feel. So, with that being said, whatever you want, you you make you feel good, make you happy, right? That's what you're trying to get to. It's not the money. Mm-hmm. It's whatever make you feel good. Right. Okay. So focus on that. What makes you feel good? And believe that you will be able to achieve that. Okay. So it's not the materialistic things. It's the feeling that you're trying to achieve. All right. Right. So if you want freedom, believe that you will achieve that freedom and you will achieve it. All right. So instead of thinking that car, that Lamborghini is, is, is what I want, is what I desire. No, that Lamborghini is what will make you feel like you are somebody. Mm-hmm. That you're, you're, um, you know, you're someone of importance. Right. Okay. So when you just, think about or you believe that you are someone of importance then you would achieve the opportunity to be someone of importance you understand what i'm saying because if you if you think that you aren't someone of important if you're not some important then you won't your brain and your the universe is going to give you what you believe absolutely belief is everything everything so in entrepreneurship, you need to make sure that you believe in what you are doing. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you're you're going to have a hard time in this field. Absolutely, because much like the book, uh, The Magic of Believing by Claude Bristol, mm-hmm. it mentions in there that, you know, you have often heard it said that you can if you believe you can. And uh, it's an old Latin proverb that says, believe that you have it and you have it. Belief is the motivating force that enables you to achieve your goal. Exactly. Exactly. Well said. Okay. And also, there was another quote that says, You are actually pre-paved. 
pre-paving your future experiences constantly. You are continually projecting your expectations in your future experiences. Okay, so what you need to understand is we are we're getting thoughts. Our thoughts are going through our minds twenty four seven. Okay, so you're constantly thinking about something even when you sleep your subconscious is operating at that point so your mind is always going all right so you want to try to put in your mentality in your mind what it is that you would like to achieve in the future okay because if you're thinking that times are hard you're struggling then you're pre-paving the way for your future experience to continue to be struggle and hard times. Okay. It's very important that you put your, your mind in this, uh, you put yourself in this mentality, in this mindset, because it's what's hindering you. If you don't allow yourself to be in this mentality or have this mindset. Mm hmm going to prolong you from um, getting your desires okay he also has a quote that says let your alignment with well-being be first and foremost and let everything else be secondary and not only with you have an eternal internally joyous journey but everything you have ever imagined will flow effortlessly in your experience there is nothing you cannot be or do or have, but your dominant intent is to be joyful. The doing and the having will come into alignment once you get that down. I know that. Okay. So the focus, again, guys, is to, like he said, focus on your well-being. Focus on how you can be a better better version of yourself and how you what you can do to achieve what you desire okay and believing that you will be able to achieve this because you want what's best for you okay put yourself and a lot of people want to say oh this is selfish but in a sense for you to achieve what you desire you have to put yourself first absolutely you have to make sure that you are mentally okay physically because without you how are you going to get what you desire it first starts with you mm -hmm. you have to change your mentality you have to put the effort in really realistically whatever you uh, get in your life is from a result of how you were speaking or how you were thinking mm -hmm. matter of fact both yeah. because they go hand in hand but it starts from the inside exactly the secret of you know success lies not outside but you know within the thoughts of man definitely and we'll definitely get um into that a little bit more but so when you change the way you look at things the things you look at will change mm, i love that okay Sometimes people have to, and in most cases, especially if you're living in a corporate America, you have to unlearn and then relearn. Mm -hmm. 
to unlearn the ways of, of, again, that you have been taught in this country or this corporation that have made you feel like you're not able to achieve entrepreneurship because it's one in a lifetime chance or it's too hard, it's too hectic, you know, you have to make sure your taxes is right, they audit, da, da, da. listen, be still, first and foremost, mm-hmm. and look at it from a different light. Looking at it from that light, you will, you gonna walk into darkness. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Okay, that's the road down to failure. If you're looking at it at it's too hard, it's too much, it's you're not speaking life into yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. and say that to say, let's talk about speaking life. Okay, that's another mentality that we need to start implementing into ourselves because we need to understand that our tongue is very powerful. It sure is. Okay. Again, the Bible has talked about this on numerous occasions, saying that the tongue is is sharper than a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. Okay. It cuts deep, basically. You can create with that tongue. Okay. And I would like to come from uh, some key points that Francis P. Martin from the author from the book Hung by the Tongue he spoke on this he said that he brought up Proverbs 18 and 21 which states death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof okay so understand it like dissect that for a minute death and life are in the power of the tongue. So you can literally, a lot of people don't want to take the Bible for uh, its literal meaning or what it's saying literally because they feel like everything has to be a metaphor. But there are times that you have to take the word for what it's saying, okay? There's no metaphor in that right there. It literally can cause life and it can cause death. Okay, if you speak life, you will receive opportunities that's uh, worth living or or, or, uh, lively, I should say. Okay, but if you speak death, that's a road down to destruction. Okay, and a lot of people will say, okay, well, I try to, you know, be careful of what I say. But, you know, it's hard, man. It's tough. Well, Francis P. suggests that first you have to control the mind in order to control the mouth. Because like Quell said earlier, everything starts from within. Okay? So you blurting out saying certain things like you know I'm broke I'm tired I'm beat uh, it's too much I'm struggling that's because of your perception and what you were thinking in your mind that caused you to speak that out into the universe and then now you're going to receive opportunities that give you what you're speaking about struggle broke tired struggling all of those 
okay? It's very important to understand this because the mind, like what I was talking about earlier, is it's like it serves you, okay? The mind is a machine. It's like a computer, okay? You get to program your computer to do whatever you like for it to do. Okay. However you want it to operate, you program it that way. So you have to program your mind because the mind is a computer mm-hmm. to benefit you. Absolutely. What do you think about that, Quell? It's definitely true because uh, what you're basically saying <laughs> here is, you know, once a person has learned to, you know, um, draw on their subconscious powers when you're able to summon it at your will Mm -hmm. um there's really no limit to what you can accomplish pretty much pretty much no limit okay and we have to understand that we have been programmed by our particular circumstances or the world that you have been living in okay so what we have been taught since we came out of the womb, our goal was to figure this life out, figure things out. Okay. And we would, you know, learn from our mother or our father or our guardian or what we watch, you know, from our friends to get an understanding of this world that we're living in. Okay. And how life is. But sometimes that can actually hinder us from actually getting to, you know, our goals or our desires. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have to make sure that the programming that you're putting into your computer, which is your mind, is things that would give you what you want to achieve. Okay, so make sure that it's feeding the mind things that you need to put in it so you can achieve that desire or that goal. Absolutely. Okay, it's very important that we understand this because the Bible also talks about us not conforming to this world and have your mind renewed by the word of God. Okay, this is God telling us what what's happening. See, the the word, if people want to go by it or not, is is a guide. Okay, that's what it is. The word of God is a guide to allow us to become a better version of ourselves and to be in tune or connected back to our higher self. Okay. So with that being said, <clears throat> this the word talks about all of these things as well. Talks about renewing the mind, not conforming to what you see, the worldly way of things, the worldly law. Okay, but conform to the spiritual principles that God have implemented already that cannot be broken. Man, law can. But God principles cannot all right so also we need to understand that 
you should never, ever, 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 ever confess things that will lead you to destruction. Again, like I'm struggling, I'm tired, I'm broke. Instead, what you can do if you are tired, you can say, and this is what Francis P. stated, you can say, Strength is re- my strength is renewed as the eagle, or if you're saying that you're you're you know um, struggling, instead you can say, "I'm going through a challenge that will make me stronger and wiser." Right now, okay. Absolutely. You speak life into your situation. That is how you program that computer which is your mind. You continue to do this, it will be like second nature, like breathing. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's basically changing the ways of thinking, the ways that you were brought up on that just don't benefit you. Absolutely. Okay? And also... With if you're saying that you're broke instead, you can say my money is multiplying tenfold, and I have enough for what for my needs and my wants. Believe that, speak that, and that is what you will receive, people. Absolutely. Always remember. Always remember. Do not pour mouth. Okay? A man shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. So, you should rich mouth instead. Mm-hmm. Okay? What you think about that, Quill? Absolutely. Um, you, you definitely got to speak life um, because that is it's very important to understand the power of your words, not just words. Don't be confused with, you know, thinking that if you don't actually say it out of your mouth, it's not being spoken because um, your thinking is speaking, the your actions is speaking. Um, so that's that's another thing I learned, too, was people always thought that you know it was like you know you got to pray without ceasing and it was like well i mean at some point people got to get up and go eat and stuff and got to go to work can't be praying without ceasing but the way that that's actually possible is because you don't just pray with your words you don't pray with just your thinking but you can pray with your actions with your thinking with your words all of it is a prayer understand Mm -hmm. that you know it's just sending off vibes it's sending off you know a belief or disbelief definitely definitely so as far as that goes guys remember the tongue brings increase or decrease you choose okay now i would like to talk about patience and its misconception Mm. okay there's a lot of people would say oh you know be patient good things come to those who wait which is true which is true but patience is only a virtue you have to develop when you want things that you're resistant to okay this is from Abraham Hicks Mm -hmm. so when you think about that, 
a lot of people are being patient because they're not, they have like a wall they built up in their minds that's hindering them from moving forward to the next step. Okay, so they're resisting progress through the complaining. That's resisting, okay? Mm -hmm. And then you're confusing that and saying, well, I haven't got where I need to be because I'm patient. I'm just being patient. But every time something happened, every time an obstacle occur, uh, occur, you're complaining about it instead of finding a way to achieve it, you know, to go through that obstacle and move on, move forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're being resistant. Okay, so also he stated that patience is really overrated. And when you're in the vortex, you don't have to be patient. All right. Also, there's another quote that says, if something you you would like to achieve is slow to come around, it can be only one reason. You are spending more time focused upon its absence than you are about its presence. Okay, Mm -hmm. let that sink in. You are focused on the absence of that thing that you would like to achieve more than its presence. And instead, you're thinking that you're being patient. It's just like for for the woman that would like to be married. Right. They're trying to find a husband. Like, Lord, I know my husband coming one day, Lord. I'm I'm patient. He coming one day. You know, Father, I'm, you know, I'm I'm waiting. But all they're doing is just thinking about not having a man instead of actually thinking that they have that husband and already preparing themselves by, like, Quo was telling me a story about a, a woman that she would only sleep on one side of the bed mm-hmm. when she park her car in the garage mm-hmm. she park it on one side leaving room for another Hallelujah. car come on now. <laughs> come on now. you get what i'm saying she is already operating yes, yes. in that place of of having a husband she knows and feels already that she have a husband and guess what she got a husband glory okay so we have to understand don't mistake certain habits that we, we indulge in to be patient. Mm-hmm. Okay? Well, that's a trick. Because we can actually be the ones that's in our own way and confusing it with patience. Absolutely, because in that situation, like, you know, uh, like you were just explaining, you know, woman talking about, oh, you know, well, you know, Lord, you know, I'm being patient, waiting on my husband. In that situation, you're actually thinking that you need to wait, have patience, to have proof of your husband before you can brag on your husband. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you think I'm being patient until I have the proof, you'll never have the proof. Because see, you you must not wait to act until you have proof. You must act as if it is there Mm -hmm. and it will come through. You do the thing and you will have the power. That's right. That's right. 
spoken, man. It's definitely important to understand that. All right? That's what the devil likes to do. He likes to hide under things, hide mm-hmm. behind things like that. Oh, you're being patient when you're really being resistant. Mm-hmm. Okay? Be careful. Because what true patience is, is knowing that you want it and knowing that it's coming and actually enjoying the unfolding along the way. Mm. That is true patience. When you know, when you feel it, and you're just like, it's it's just going to, and you're enjoying the unfolding because you can see it unfold before it even get there. You can see things start to change before your eyes. Circumstances start to change and you're enjoying the process because you know it's getting closer. Mm-hmm. That is true patience, my friends. Okay. Absolutely. And last but not least, we're going to talk about self-discipline. Oh, my. Okay. It's very, very, a very important mentality for us to tackle, especially when you're talking about being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're going to have to put away those old habits Mm -hmm. that's hindering you from becoming that entrepreneur, reaching your goals, reaching your desires. Okay. Especially if you're just jumping into it. It's very important to have that self-discipline. Absolutely. So, I will be coming from some quotes from famous Zig Ziglar. Phenomenal, phenomenal man. I mean, he, the way he thinks, um, I mean, just, he has a lot of important key points about life and marriage and just discipline, period, that is just like... It's, it's very powerful to me, so um, I want to share it with you guys. And one of his quotes says, Lack of direction, not lack of time, is the problem. We have 24-hour days. So with that being said, we have to understand that we have to be disciplined enough to organize our plans direct ourselves in in you know a way that will actually move us towards our goal okay and stop blaming it on time oh i don't have enough time no you have 24 hours in a day you have enough time you have a lack of direction a lack of organization mm-hmm. that's right that's definitely true we have to change that mentality and know that once we start like um i keep forgetting her name quote what is her name again tiffany grant tiffany grant they were organized they had a sense of direction they knew what they want to achieve and they made sure that they were going to get it by being organized they didn't make excuses about time. They said, no, we're going to figure this out. Absolutely. We're going to break it down to a decimal and make sure everybody knows their role that they need to play. They had a sense of direction. Okay. That also takes self-discipline. All right. Also, 
We need to understand that rich people have small TVs and big libraries and poor people have small libraries and big TVs. Mm-mm-mm. Ouch. Okay. Understand that you have to get out of the mentality of being entertained all the time. Oh, Lord, glory. Oh, my. Okay. And switch that out to educating ourselves on how we can achieve our desires or meet our goals. Okay. Like reading books, taking mm. courses. Ouch. Instead of watching Netflix. Mm-mm, don't do it. For six hours. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Oh, Lord, don't do the binging. <laughs> oh, why you doing it to them? They love it. <laughs> what you got to say about that, Quill? My God Almighty. I, I know the church music is playing now. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm telling you. You know, it, it's... Consume it. Take, take a moment to really just let that soak into your skin right mm-hmm. now. Guys, oh my Lord. I was thinking about this the other day. You know, I said, wait a minute. You know, um, I said, wait, you know, things is out of balance when mm-hmm. I find myself watching more Netflix mm-hmm. and Amazon. Then I find myself getting things done business wise and uh, learning a new skill, mm-hmm. reading my book. Uh, you know, uh, these things are essential as an entrepreneur, as personal development, um, just, you know, not getting stagnant and staying in the same place in life. And a lot of times we feel like, oh, we're, we're stuck in the same place or we're running in place. Well, this is a part of it. Mm-hmm. We want to be entertained more than we want to entertain, you know, someone else. It's, uh, it's like entertainment is so uh, valuable mm-hmm. to the lives of the poor yeah. you know and, and and you think about a lot of billionaires and a lot of successful people they don't have a lot of time for entertainment mm-hmm. very little time for entertainment that's why their tvs are small and their libraries are huge because they be <laughs> on your tv <laughs> exactly. you know? so they ain't got time to watch it you know exactly and we understand you want to have a good time you want to you know enjoy yourselves especially after putting in all that hard work okay and that time we understand but you need to set your priorities straight okay become self-disciplined and turn that tv off sometimes read a book or watch a course on growing your business okay or getting better with what you do so if you you dance your choreographer your choreographer spend more time or watch um some courses on certain dance moves or always perfect your craft basically okay Absolutely. and look into ways to do to do that and you could do that in books courses things of that nature educate yourselves and, and don't oversaturate yourself in being educated too it's yes. like we get addicted to you know learning and then you forget to implement what you're learning yeah. and you're just like stacking information so you know i would say a little bit like learn a little something and then don't go forward with that process until you implement what you've learned that far and then learn some more and then put some to action then learn some more because you know what you have to separate yourself from being a a, a dreamer versus being a doer mm-hmm. because if you don't have daily objectives 
as Zig Ziglar says, you qualify as a dreamer. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. So it takes that self-discipline as well to get yourself into that rhythm. Um, so again, it can become second nature to you. Mm-hmm. Um, go straight to your subconscious. So it's definitely powerful there. Um, also, another quote says, the chief cause of failure and unhappiness is trading what you want most of the time for what Oh, sorry. Let's set it over. The chief cause of failure and unhappiness is trading what you want most for what you want right now. Oh, my. My God. Wow. Okay. So let's talk about delayed gratification. For those that want to achieve greatness, want to be successful in this entrepreneurship venture right or even if you're considering it understand you're going to have to change the way you were doing things before okay so that means those nice shoes pair of shoes that just came out that nice handbag jewelry all these other things that you actually want Right now, because you see it out flashing at you, advertising, right? Buy this 15%, 10% off, 20% off. Get it now. Limited time. You want that right now. But what you want most is freedom. Right? You want control over your time. You want abundance. Riches. Wealth. These things should be priority. And because they are priority, you need to put everything that your time, your money, your focus into what's going to help you get those things, that freedom, that wealth, the riches, okay, control over your time. And in most cases, that will be your business. That's right. Okay, that should be the priority. That should be the main focus right now and put away the things that you just want right now. Mm-hmm. That handbag. That Birkin bag. That Birkin bag. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> before I sit here and bust down on 50K or 200K for a Birkin bag, I better have me about 100 properties. I'm just saying. You know, I could do $200 with real estate. I mean, $200,000 in real estate. For real. Like, what we got to understand, people, is, you know, there's a big difference between the way you think and the person where you desire to be think. Mm -hmm. Better believe that created the separation financially as well. Mm -hmm. So... We have to understand there's unavoidable delays in life. Mm-hmm. So why not start practicing how to handle delaying things for later? Now we're right. gonna have some things where we want instant gratification. You know, instant gratification for you know we give ourselves a little treat of instant you know gratification. Right. But learn how to practice delay you know gratification because uh, those are the things that bring forth greater reward with time exactly. and and with that being the case you know as as you head towards your goals you'll be you need to prepare 
to make some slight adjustments in your course um, as you delay that gratification or that major goal you want. Don't sub, you know, don't substitute it for, you know, a club night out. Like, like I said before in one of the podcasts, you know, Drake put off a lot of the hanging out, LeBron mm-hmm. James cut people that you can't get a call through to him when the playoffs and championships is going, um, you know, he, he blocking out social media, things of that nature, Michael Jordan. These are people, Kobe Bryant they had this, this, this mentality where they just turn into, you know, I mean, they're, they're different breeds of people. You just got to read into it, but that's how it works. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a trend, guys. It's not a coincidence. It's a strategic way that rich people go by, you know. Um, so when you look at that, they, they have that delayed gratification. There's some wealthy billionaires that still drive ordinary cars, okay? So we have to understand that at the end of the day, what you want most should be priority, and that would make you, you know, you would start to see better results in your life when you you put that first. Okay. Now, another quote here, and this one was one of my favorites um, that Zig said was, and see you at the top, is fear. F E A R has two meanings. Okay, one is you forget everything and run, or face everything and rise. Oh my! The choice is yours. Why you doing like that, Zig? <laughs> Why you doing like that? I mean, listen, y'all. He tell it to us, then he tell it to us like straight up. It that's facts. We have to understand that. We are going to fail at things throughout our lifetime. But what matters is how you get back up and what you do after. Yep, what you do after makes all the difference, whether it's a legacy or a tragedy. Yep. That's what sets us apart. Okay? From, From the rich... To the middle class, to the middle class, to the poor. Okay? I remember me and Quote was talking one time, and we were talking about this analogy of, it's like a guy that, um, you know, gets knocked down, and he's staggering to get back up, and get knocked down again, and he think about it, he staggered to get back up. That's the middle class. The poor, they get knocked down, and stay down. Mm-hmm. They don't want to get back up because they don't want to get knocked cold. down again. <laughs> One eye open to see if the person's still standing over. Exactly. <laughs> and the rich, they get knocked down and get back up and keep on swinging. Mm-hmm. Get knocked down again, get back up and keep on swinging till they till they make it. Right. Okay. We have to understand that there's times that we're not going to achieve what we thought we were going to achieve. However, that doesn't mean that it's not achievable, if that makes sense. Okay? So if you, for instance, you open up your business, right? And you're thinking you're going to make $100,000 in that first year. 
you might not make that hundred thousand dollars if you don't that doesn't mean you can't make that hundred thousand dollars the second year okay if you get shaked up and you say you know what forget everything and run you will never be able to strike gold and hit that a hundred thousand dollars because you gave up from fear Okay, there's going to come, especially in entrepreneurship, guys, it's very important that you understand this, that it's going to come times where things look rocky, where you don't know if the business is going to last, if it's going to keep going. Right. It's very possible. Okay. But once you have that mentality of facing it and see it through, okay, that face everything and rise mentality or choosing that meaning instead of forget everything and run, then you will see it through because you open your mind up to opportunities and ways that will help you to get through mm-hmm. those tough times. Absolutely. Okay. We have to have that self-discipline to put, give our, program our minds to think that way. It takes that consistency, that consistently, if even if you have to look into the mirror and say these things, that I will face everything and rise every day to, so it can implement into your subconscious, then do it doesn't mean that you're crazy or if people look at you like listen it doesn't matter at the end of the day this is your life and your life depends on it okay yeah anything to say about that Quill? yeah i like what a man said in uh claude uh bristol's book the magic of believing um he said that um he had a, a man he knew had many achievements to his credit um and who was over 70 years of age and uh declared that most people fall by the wayside because they are never starting anything he said i make a plan and have for years to start something new new for me at least once a week Mm. people fall to the wayside because they never start anything Mm-hmm. They make all these plans, but they never actually start anything. Mm. So you ask them, do they have plans for the future? Oh, absolutely. They got books and books of plans. But you ask them which one they started, they begin to mumble. Mm. Mm-hmm. People, I mean, these things are very important and vital for your success okay um this is this is not a game it's not a game because again we operate from within first so that's why this was a topic of mine today because we have to first attack within what we are feeding ourselves within our brain programming that computer so we can start to see in the physical the things that we actually want to see. Okay. <clears throat> right. So a lot of people is operating 
off of what they don't want within. Mm-hmm. Okay. With that being said, again, they're speaking death onto their circumstances or or their or their lives. Okay. I'm tired. I'm broke. I'm struggling. Those are things that's going to lead to destruction. Okay. Changing yeah. the way of thinking. That is very vital because if you see everything as being too hard, that's what you're going to get. Absolutely. 100%. It's going to be too hard. Too. Okay. If you continue to put things that you want right now before what you want the most, that will keep you back Mm -hmm. from achieving your goals. Okay. And I want to end <clears throat> end off with saying here that success is the doing, not the getting. Okay. In the trying, not the triumph. Success is a personal standard. Reaching for the highest that is in us. Becoming all we can be. If we do our best, we are a success. That guy, he's he's a, a mastermind man, but it's definitely true. Okay. But <clears throat> you want to give yourself a fair chance of achieve or um striving to be the best that you can be. And these are the things that will help you uh if you implement them. It will help you be the best that you can be. And in return, that will make you a success. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I hope you guys enjoyed this topic and you were able to take something from it. Um, Let it marinate in your spirit. Go over it. You know, um, start to apply these things into your life and you start to see the changes that you want. Absolutely. Man, this has been one of the better episodes, man. Uh, we just seem to get better. I mean, I, I, I must say, man, you know, um, this is one of my favorites. Uh, this was mm. very fulfilling. I mean, um, definitely. I feel full, man. Mm-hmm. Something to go off of and, and get started on right away, man. Um, That's right. So it's a beautiful thing. I hope that you guys feel the same way as well. We absolutely love our OMWO community. We sure do. We love you, fam. Absolutely. And we thank you guys for rocking with us and, <laughs> and, and listening to the podcast all the way up until the end of it. And, you know, we will keep it coming for you. So uh, it's your boy, Quell the Music. And it's your girl, Isha E. And until next time, we out. <laughs>